Hello and welcome back to the Key Arsenal podcast. It's episode 37 today. I am joined by my lovely co-host Madeline Dad. How are you both doing? Marvelous. Good, thank you. Yep. Bit of a catch-up for this now. Now we're all living in three different places, so we get to do the podcast and have a little catch-up, which is nice. Um, we've we've hit another international break. Um, not not the most exciting. Uh, England have got very exciting games against Andorra and Hungary, so definitely something to look forward to there. Um, but to start with, we're gonna we're gonna take a step back all the way down to all the way back to Saturday Saturday evening. It's now it's now Wednesday evening, so it's a bit late for us, but we've got plenty to talk about after a thrilling nil nil against against Brighton at the weekend. Um I'm gonna start off with the with the result itself. Um because I, I know you both had mixed opinions on this when I when I spoke to you after. Um how happy were we with that result? Dad, I'll start with you. Um happy in the fact we got a point. And if I was generous I'll say we probably deserved a point, but not much more. Didn't create a lot. Um and at the end hanging on a bit but other than that I'd say the other side of me was disappointed in how we played. Matt? Yeah I think there's obviously you uh, based off performance it's a decent result and based off Brighton aren't Brighton are no mugs but after coming off the high of North London Derby win and I understand you can't perform like that every week it's you know no one can perform at that intensity every week especially with a squad as sort of thin as ours is but I think the performance was just it was quite flat and that made it quite disappointing yeah um I think it's fair to say that it would, they were tricky conditions, um, not just the rain, which was quite torrential, um, but I think away um, Saturday evening kickoff starting starting to get dark. Their fans were definitely up for it, and obviously they've had, they've had a very good start to the season. So I I think um, I'd have probably taken a draw before the before the start and. Yeah, it was it was a bit of a weird one. There wasn't really too much activity, but there were there were things that I've I was in, I was impressed by and things that I thought we could improve on. Um, but I, I want to talk a bit bit about um Aaron Ramsdale because um not only did he make a fantastic save or a couple of very good saves, um is it his interview after the game um, Mads, I know I know you you're, you're love looking into an interview how how impressed were you with the the sort of mentality and i suppose maturity that he showed for someone as as young as he is and making his way into the side yeah well first of all his performances have been really impressive um i think we've now um all got faith in him as sort of our number one um, goalkeeper. 
But I think just the way so far he's carried himself and I also like the sort of honesty that came with, with that interview, whereas many, maybe some players would sort of brush it under the carpet. Um, he he was he was honest with with the way that we performed. The fact that it wasn't anywhere close to being a a perfect performance. Um, but you know, he's he's someone that I think so far, as I said, he's carried himself really well, and he's shown himself, I guess, already to be a leader. Um, within that dressing room and I think that interview probably did exemplify that and it's the type of character we need in the dressing room where he wasn't satisfied with a nil-nil draw um, but he was he could obviously see the um, positives out of it and that was sort of similar to last week against Spurs where he, he, he sort of joked about it but you could tell he was being a little bit serious where he said he was gutted he didn't get the clean sheet and I think he, he's got quite a good grasp on his own individual goals and how they can coincide with team goals. So, yeah, I think he seems to be quite a mature player at quite a young age and certainly someone that can go on and be a really important player and leader for us. Agree with that, Dad? I do. I, I, must, I must say when... Early on in the summer, when I kept seeing rumours of we were going to spend thirty million, I wasn't quite convinced that was the place we needed to spend thirty million or whatever we've spent. But I'd say you you see a difference, and that might be a bit harsh on Leno, but he seems really up for it, Ramsdale. He seemed you see him shouting at the defenders. You see him. Quite, quite strong command in his box. That could be famous last words. Um, distribution seems quite good. And, yeah, he's he seems very honest. I mean, it was, it was quite interesting because you'd say clean sheet. They didn't actually have that many chances on the goal. They had a lot of chances wider the goal. Maybe could have done better with a couple of them, but You'd say the back four was generally pretty solid. I mean, poor old Tommy got a bit of a run around by a bloke whose name I can't remember with curly hair. He got a bit of a run around. Tierney. Corella. Corella. Tierney was not really getting forward like he normally does, but defensively pretty solid. The two in the middle look so good at the moment. They do look a good pairing. Um, and I, I think having a goalkeeper behind them who really does care, seem to care, talks to them. You see the difference in his distribution. I, I think, yeah, well, Ramsdale was pretty good. And when you talk of a spine of a team and having leaders, that's a, a good starting point. And then we'll work forward through the team. Yeah, I think a lot of the leadership might might come from the fact he's been at teams that have struggled in the past and he's had to had to learn that from a very young age, which is 
it's very good for us that he's learned that at um, Bournemouth and Sheffield United who have struggled. And I think, although for him that hasn't maybe been the best of times, it's certainly, I think, helping him and us now, which is which is great. And yeah. Um, yeah, I think I think he was very, very honest and and open and always. He, he seems to always have that want need to improve, which I I always really like like on a player. Never thinks that they're sort of the the finished article. Um. I mean, as I say, there's not there's not really much to talk about Brighton wise because. It's, it's a bit of a, a bit of a quiet game. So what we're going to do is we're going to look. Now we can take the opportunity of the international break. We've had seven games now. We've we're on ten points. I can't exactly remember where we are in the table. Um, I still think we're in the top half, which is lovely. No, we're not. We've dropped down to the bottom again, have we? Oh, that's not so good. Um, so I just want want both your opinions or. Have you been happy with these seven games in terms of points total? Not not in terms of performance, but in terms of points total. Would this be around where you would have expected? Um, I would say probably a point shy of where I thought we'd be. Maybe two. Um, I was trying to remember earlier on where where we were after seven games last year. Well, I remember we won our first two and then we lost against Liverpool. But other than that, I can't really remember, to be honest. Oh, then we lost to City as well. But that's about as much as I can remember, I reckon. Uh, I, I honestly can't remember where we were last last year, um, and it. I've, I've, in my brain, we had about fourteen points just before we played Chelsea last year, which was around Christmas time. Um, so, if you look at it that way, you go. Not Got so bad. The season started slightly later as well last year. Did it? Yeah. Okay, well, how, how many points did we have last year after? Not sure. No, I'm not sure. I, I mean, I, I sort of think we're, we're a couple short on where we probably should have been. I would have liked to have thought we'd we'd have got a point at um, Brentford, which is all I thought we'd get. So after seven games last season, Matthew, we had 12 points. And we're not. We're too shy. So we're too shy. If you, if I'm, I'm just looking it up, ironically, we were ninth in the table, just above Manchester City, who had a game in hand. They but, went on that ridiculous run, didn't they? They won about yeah. whatever in a row. 
yeah. So you know, I was slight, slightly disappointed, but you're right, we'd lost to Liverpool, we'd beaten Sheffield United, we'd lost to Manchester City, and we'd lost at home to Leicester. I remember and beat that Manchester one. United away. I remember that one as well. Um, so yeah, I, I think I think we're a couple short, you know. But given where we were after three games, you'd probably take three wins and a draw on the spin and concede in one goal. So I, that's how I look at it. I think what I do struggle a bit with is. The game Saturday, where we really did struggle to create chances, and it there were one or two that were slightly disappointing. But as I say, we battled through, got a got a point, just about deserved. Nothing more though, if I'm honest. Um, if you were Brighton, you were probably disappointed you hadn't got all three. Agree with Dad's assessment there, Madeline, in terms of the points and the where we should be to oppose where we are. Well, I think you asked two questions. You asked, are we where you expect us to be and are you happy? But I think they're two slightly different things because we're not actually going to be happy while we're a mediocre side. Um Oh, we were uh, expected us to be, yeah, round about. Probably expected us to have three more points, maybe. You probably look and you go, we'll beat one of Brentford or we'll beat one of Brighton. Um, but considering the fact after three games, we had zero points and hadn't scored a single goal, um, I'll take the situation we're in where we've gone into the international break with a bit of momentum um a few players can have a bit of a rest um and we can start to we're sort of almost a bit out of crisis mode now and we're more in a what can we actually build on now rather than we've got absolutely nothing to build on and we're just You know, we're, we're, we're scraping for 1-0 for wins. I feel like we're maybe a bit past that. And we're at a point where the confidence is back. Um, although we did look a little bit short of it um, on Saturday. And whether that was simply a thing of they'd put so much into that Tottenham game that physically they couldn't play necessarily the way they wanted to play which does sound slightly stupid seven uh and the games into the season are we seven games into the season yeah. um and considering there was only one change but and matthew you're going to hate me for this what was the moral of the story on saturday we need granite jacker whether anyone likes it or not he is arguably the most important function to that team and we've said it time and time again and we've said time and time again he's not good enough to be that most important person but he sort of is 
Um, and that's probably why a lot of them in the dressing room that, believe it or not, probably know more than we do, um, originally gave him the captain's armband under Emery and why none of them have ever said or acted in a way when he has been given the armband since because he's so vitally important to that team that it just doesn't work the way it wants to without it. Um, I think maybe we could have tried what we did against Burnley with Odegaard in the eight, um, Smith Rowe in the ten, because Nicola Pepe hasn't had loads of good games, but he does always seem to score against Brighton. Um, so maybe whether he could have come back in the side, but at the same time, I understood why Arteta didn't want to uh, change that front four from what had worked so well. Um, so, yeah, and I think you don't. I don't want to draw too many conclusions from one game because, as I say, it's one game and it's it's a game against a very good Brighton side who are also buzzing off a last minute equaliser. Um, in in probably their biggest game of the season. Um, I can't remember what derby they call it. It's a load of waffle, if you ask me. But M five, um, I'm pretty sure. M twenty three, Matthew. M twenty three, derby. Um, but it's a point. It's a point to take forward. And as much as they were on top, Ramsdale was hardly attacked with shots on target. We did limit their shots on target. Um, and, yeah, I think, but as a as a measure, this is probably a pretty good, we're a pretty good measure on the table, points-wise, of where we are as a side at the moment. But there's a lot of positives to take from it and a lot of things to work on. But I don't think that's a bad thing. Yeah, um, some interesting points in there. I think the one about Xhaka is is an important one to make. The fact that that player shouldn't necessarily be Granite Xhaka, but it is. And I think, unfortunately, that is a big problem throughout the squad. I think if, if we said we've got now a backup at left back, but I think you said if we lost Tierney, that would lose a lot out of the side. Um Ramsdale now, I think, with the with the way we want to play. We know Leno can't really do it out the back, so that would be a loss. Either of the centre-backs, then we're looking at playing Mari and Holding. We know that. We don't want to see that again. Um, Party, obviously, a big one. So, I think that that is my biggest concern, to be honest, is I think a couple of injuries, and we're looking at we're looking at um, we're a team that's going to struggle again, which is obviously not brilliant, not what we want. So that would be my my concern from it. Then, Dad, that that's something you've you've mentioned quite a lot as well. Yeah, I, I, I I'm, I'm torn with Granite Jacker at times. Sometimes I look at him and think, yeah, there's a there's a footballer. A good footballer in there. Other times I look and I think, what a complete idiot. Um, 
but what what I think he enables to happen is he enables party to to go forward. I'm not saying he's a, he's great in the tackle or anything else, but he reads the game quite well, and and that I think Saturday, I think that you know Lukonga and and um, party they weren't really sure and party held back a bit, so I think. Yeah, we did miss it. You know, maybe a a couple more weeks of working on it. I don't know if Party's going away to play for is it Ghana? Yeah, Ghana. I don't believe he is. <laughs> he was. I don't think he was one of the ones I saw on the websites. And and Sambi hasn't gone to, gone to the Belgium squad either. The twenty ones or the full team when he played a few weeks ago. So maybe they can do some work and build an understanding, but much as you'd hate to say it, we'll, we will miss Jacker over the next few weeks and long time since you thought you'd hear somebody say that. We've always got El Nenny in reserve, you know. I can, I can tell by your reaction what you think of that, so. I think uh, well, what we're looking at is when Arteta gave that interview a while ago, he was talking about setting the foundations and I think now we we have that. I think with the you look at the, the starting eleven over the last few weeks, and it's been consistent with only only sort of a couple of changes each time. And I think that suggests that he now has that core, that foundation that he wants to build around. And it's just adding those little squad players, the likes of Lukonga, to it to then to get the squad up, and then to spend big and get a get in the top quality players that are going to make the difference um yeah. obviously with Aubameyang getting on a bit nowadays Lacazette um looks like he's going to be moving on soon so we might see that with a with a big striker but you don't know but it it looks like to me the the foundations are now there and then it's just about tuning tuning the rest of the squad to really yeah. be able to compete properly. But while we've got the the international break, we've we've had a look back. We're gonna look forward now. So it's another another international break in a few weeks' time. Sadly, they're going thick and fast. The eighth to the twentieth, there's yet another one. Um, no idea who England are playing then, but there's there's a break from the regular action. Anyway, in that time between now and that next one on the 8th of November, Arsenal are going to face Crystal Palace, Aston Villa, Leicester and Watford. Um, I've, I'm not going to ask for a prediction because we've done that before and it went terribly, so we're not going to do that. So what I'm going to ask is... What what you'd want out of those? You've mentioned we're a couple of light. So what? How many points would you like out of those fixtures? Twelve. Twelve non-negotiable. That's a stupid question. Of course I'd okay. like twelve. Okay. Okay. Well, you That's know. That's like asking me if I want to win the lottery. Okay. Well, what what would you be happy with in a in that re- as a return? Um, are they home or away? I believe Palace and Villa are at home. Leicester is away. 
Well, I'm not sure about Watford. I think I'll Watford is out. at home. In fact, I know Watford is at home. Um, in which case, 10. And I'll, ten. I'll, I think I think you're not far wrong, Madeline. If you've got any ambition at all, you've got to be looking at 10. Yeah, I'm presuming so we're agreeing we're, on we're dropping points Leicester away. Yeah. When I'll, I'll just come back to you on something there, Dad. When you say ambition, what is that? Well, you know, I, I'm realistic enough to to know that the top four is sealed. Gone. Yeah, yeah. So if you're honest, you're then in a a scramble depending on who wins what cups, but you've got one basing through the league, which is fifth, and then you've got whoever wins the FA Cup and the League Cup. So if you want to be in a position that if you don't win one of those two, you're that you could qualify for Europe, you, you've got to be looking to get in either fifth or sixth. I don't particularly want to go in the um, conference. Conference. I'll, I'll leave that for our friends across North London to have their glory day out, see if they can win a trophy and probably retain it. No, Tammy Abrams bringing it home. We, we, you know, and so, so you've got to be looking to finish in the top six. Now, if you look at Villa. I suspect they will be in that conversation. Yeah. You've got Leicester, who I suspect will be in that conversation. And you've got the Spuds and you've got Everton, who also think will be in that conversation. So if you look at it, if you, you've got to be, you've got to get something out of Leicester You've probably got to beat Villa at home. Palace, the return of Vieira, obviously, uh, it'd be walking across the, the turf, but you'd say you really should be picking up three points at home. I know that's easier said than done, but if we're at home, we really should be looking to get three points and then three points against Villa. And then... Point Leicester. I think we beat them last season, didn't we? Yeah, I, I was going to say that actually. We lost at home and won away, didn't we? Yeah, three um, one, I believe it was. Yeah, that was. Oh yeah, uh, um, Amari Leno mistake between them. That yeah, that was about five minutes in. Couple of minutes in, and, and then, then we actually played quite a well. Like I said, penalty, a Pepe goal. Two goals for Pepe, apparently. So there you go. So no, that wasn't me saying two goals for Pepe. That was me saying it was a good goal. Ah, oh, right. Anyway, so so if you've got any ambition to get into Europe, Matthew, you've got to be looking at ten to twelve out of those those games. And um, you know, and again, it's famous last words. Watford, uh, who knows what you're going to get with Watford having them removed a new manager, manager, I'd imagine. Yeah. Yet again, I mean, I've no idea, but you, you'd sort of say, 
you know, if you've got any ambition at all, you should be beating Watford at home. We well, should be beating them home anyway, but yeah, yeah, I I agree. In fact, I, I'm going to say tw- I want 12 points from those games. I'm not. I've said to myself, and probably you as well. I'm not looking to set targets this season because, as I say, if we could get, if I thought top four was achievable, I'd go for that. But I don't. So yeah, it'd be all right to get in the Europa League. I could take it or leave it, but I just want us to keep playing well and keep winning I think looking at those games any home game I want us to win this year yeah and Leicester away we we won last year as well so say got goal win that again and obviously in different circumstances but in fact from those the two games we got first Palace and Villa we got one point out of them last year because we drew nil nil to Palace at home and lost to Villa so crashed by Villa actually oh yeah we were yeah I vaguely I've wiped it from my brain but yeah. now vaguely it's coming back nice to see as well all four of those fixtures are on are on telly so so much for those three o'clock kickoffs now we're yeah now we're not in Europe and then we've got Liverpool after the international break which is on Sky Newcastle which is at 12.30 on a Saturday. That would be a nice one for the Newcastle fans to get to. And then we've got Man United and Everton, who, which I expect will both be televised as well. So, See, now you've also read those fixtures out, those four earlier become more important. Because whether Liverpool's home or away, I'll accept the loss it's now, away. let's be honest. I'll, I'll really accept the loss now. United away? Um. Newcastle at home, United away, Everton away. Yeah, right. Well, our record at United isn't exactly fantastic. We won there last year. We did win there last year, but there was no fans. We've got 100% record in the 2020s against Man United. Right, yeah. I think it was in 2019. And we lost to Everton last year. Yeah. Yeah, And the only year before that, Arteta sitting in the stands. Yeah, it was. Was that you not a draw, up that from one? Uni, Dad. It was, nil-nil. Yeah, what a day. Alex Wobie got injured for Everton, ironically. Oh, yeah, about three minutes in, yeah. Mm. Um, I've no doubt Calvert-Lewin will be back for that game, just oh, yeah. to pee me off. Um, but Yeah, so, obviously... so you've actually said it, Matthew, the 12 points really is important. Yeah. Yeah. And you just need to get a bit of momentum and, and a bit also, of belief. At Liverpool, it doesn't matter what you do to the opposition, you're not going to get sent off. So you know that before you start. No, yeah, well, Mr Milner can advocate for that. Thoughts on John Moss at the weekend while we're, while we're on referees? Mm. It wasn't his worst, but he wasn't great. No. Sort of a classic John Moss performance, I thought. Yeah, it's probably a bit wet and wet and windy for him. He did look like he was struggling to get around, I must say. He looks like that all the time. Yeah, well, he especially, I think he, I think he was running against the wind by far. So oh, not that's, easy quite, that's quite a windbreak. So yeah. Um, <laughs> on the other hand, Paul Tierney made him look really good, so that's a separate game. 
There you go. We can't give this Carl's job. No one needs to talk about the referees. No one leave that to him. So, 12 points then against those uh, those four fixtures. Yes. Yes. So, they are um, Crystal Palace under the floodlights at the carpet on a Monday. Oh, very nice. Very nice. Um, they are Aston Villa on the the next Friday because that's that's what you want, isn't it? A Monday. Well, we've got Monday Friday. and then Friday. Oh, that's yep. really kind of. Also actually, at yeah. eight o'clock at the carpet. Yeah. Then Leicester the following Saturday, twelve thirty, and then Watford Sunday, um, the seventh at uh, two o'clock at home. I no idea yes. why that one's at two o'clock. You'd think there'd be Europa League action, and because we're not involved in it, you wouldn't have thought they'd bother putting us on a Sunday, but they have. We've got Gantuan, that's why. So we'll we'll review that in the next international break. We'll say, oh, well, that was funny. We all thought we were getting 12 points, so we've got four. Right, uh, let's talk about. Let's talk about England very quickly. We've got well, not actually about England, but our two two lions. We've got Saka and Aaron Ramsdale, both both in the squad. Big games against Andorra. Smith Rowe Robs just putting it out there. Well, Smith <laughs> Smith Rowe's in the he's in the under twenty threes, isn't he, Madeline? No, he's actually in the under twenty one. Under twenty one, yeah. Mr. Gareth Southgate told me he was very close, and then a midfielder withdrew, and he put James Ward Prowse in. Well, in in all fairness, I'm not sure Smith Rowe plays the Calvin Phillips role. No, I reckon he'd do a good job though. I'm not sure James Ward Prowse does either, to be fair. But he's yeah, exactly more likely to do it. What a joke! And Connor Cody over Ben White. Are you having me on? Well, we, we by the time the next one comes around, we could have four in there, which not bad considering we not long ago we didn't have any. So. Um, also, uh, going on international duty, there is a list. Bear with me. I get that up. I know Tierney's, Tierney's playing for Scotland. Abamyang's away. Abamyang is away, which is quite annoying. So that's. Le- is Leno in the German squad? Leno's in the German squad. Well, yeah. yeah. So he can um, sit on the bench there as well. Yeah, they. they yeah. I was wrong as well. Party is going. I was going to say, I think he's going. He's been... They've got doubleheader against Zimbabwe, Ghana. Erdegaard, he's off on as a Norway captain. Abamyang. Yep. Pepe, big game against Malawi for him. And we've now got our Japanese international, Tomiyasu, as well. So, loads of Arsenal involvement in... And sorry, that's not even the end of the page. That's what I say. El Nene, Egypt, Kalasanac, Bosnia, Carl Hine, the young goalkeeper, he's playing for Estonia. Yeah. Smith Rowe Balligan and John Jules in the under twenty ones. Charlie Patino also in the was it the nineteens Madeleine he's in? Uh yeah. Is he in the nineteens or the twenties? Um, Unfortunately, that doesn't mean he's now tied to England. He could no. still. No, that, that is a shame. But there's some unbelievable names in that under 19 squad. There's Aaron Ramsey and there's also Alex Scott. 
So that that's brilliant. Um, and Nuno, he's playing for Portugal under 21s as well. So yeah, loads of Arsenal involvement. We we won't be able to keep track of all all the Arsenal players that are involved. Yeah, Patino's in the 19s, and Aziz is in the 20s. And Daniel Ballard's playing for Northern Ireland. Northern Ireland. And I suspect Mavropanos is playing for Greece. Yeah, probably he scored, didn't he? Mavropanos got he did. Uh, Madeline, do you want to talk to us about about the women? I think the last time no, we talked about the I women. Don't, I don't hang on, hang on, hang on. Sad. I think the yeah. last time we talked about the women, um, we just beat a Man City and we were ready to play against Tottenham in the FA Cup. So do you want to start with that? Yeah, that was a good day. We won four one. Four one. Was it four one? I thought it was five. What was it five? It was five. It was five. Um, we did. We we. I was actually in the co-op when we conceded. Um, and that was a slight shock um and then and then we decided to put some effort in and cooked them um always nice always good uh fa cup semi-final we're now in and we've got brighton in that yes we managed might have to eat these words managed to avoid the big dogs of chelsea and man city um although brighton are also having a very good season themselves um, and then we played Aston Villa. Villa at the weekend, cheeky four 0 win. Uh, very nice, very nice. Um, Frustrating first half, wasn't it? We've... It was, but I always like to, you know, here when we talk about the men, we talk about maybe a few years ago we would have lost that game. Last year we wouldn't have won that game. I'm not um, sure we'd have lost it because I'm not sure Villa went into our half. We we wouldn't have lost it, no. We did we would have drawn it as we did to them last year. Uh, Mana Iwabuchi came on at half time, changed the game. She's stunning. What a player. Um and then in a slightly more depressing tone, we did in fact lose four one to Barcelona in the Champions League. But that is Champions of Europe, Barcelona, probably the best team in the world, Barcelona. Definitely the best um, team in the world. Who would play nearly every team off the park um we sort of looked a bit lost i think a lot of teams would look lost with the way that that barca play but it's a good test to see where we are where we're trying to get to we've probably learned more in that one game than we have in every other game this season well except for the chelsea one except for the chelsea but even yeah to an extent um but it's a learning curve they're only that's only the 10th game under Jonas and for that to be the first one you lose away at Barca um still got five games left in the group get out of the group um and hopefully when they come back here we can put up a bit more of a fight um and, and take something from the game. I don't know if they're doing the game at Meadow Park or whether they're doing it at the Emirates. It would be nice to do it at the Emirates, but I don't know if they'll do it. Um, and they've got Everton this weekend, who were coming into it in decent form. But important to bounce back, important to get three points again, continue the momentum in the league. 
and see where we can go. Lovely, yeah. I think it, it was always going to be difficult the Barcelona game. They they did well. They sat out the first half an hour pretty well. I unfortunately had to leave after that. So maybe it was because I stopped watching. They started. Yeah, to go it's badly, actually but, all your fault. So I hope but you in the in the Champions League final against Chelsea last year, I think Barcelona were four up at half time or something. They they were they had scored inside a minute. Yeah, so, they, um, I think they won it five nil. So. No shame losing and um, got a goal as well, which is yeah. Frida scored her first Arsenal goal. That was a long time coming. Um, and uh, Manuel Zinsberger saved a penalty as well, which is still nice. never conceded a penalty in an Arsenal shirt. I've, I've seen that four penalties, four yeah. saves. Very impressive. Yeah, very impressive. So yeah, I think I think you're right there, Madeline. There's not 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 nice to lose, but certainly something to learn from because the way they knock that ball around the Barcelona women I think we'd have That's, done we'd have had more chance more of a chance against the Barcelona men to be honest yeah the Barcelona women play proper Barca football that the men have sort of decided to stop playing um no they're a very good side um and it's probably a bit of a wake-up call to to English media as well to realize how good they are I assume that that Everton game's on TV, Madeline. Um, let me have a look. That should be good. It is. Oh, did you know it's the under twenty threes one again the other day, though, no, Matthew? What's they maybe? beat Brighton, didn't they? They did. The main part of that being. Balogun's absolutely filthy bit of oh, skill, it, it which is I don't filthy. know if you'd have you've seen, Dad. No, I noticed he'd scored twice. Yeah, winning the penalty for the third goal, he's reboned the ball through someone's legs, sprinted past him, and been brought down in the box. Outrageous bit of skill. Probably. Yeah, he needs he needs a loan. He needs a loan. Yeah, There's no point in playing there. He's far too good for that level. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Arsenal, Everton, Sky Sports, Premier League. Ah, oh, lovely. What time? On a Sunday. On a Sunday. Ah, oh, super. Well, that'll be that'll be the the evening. Well, the afternoon watch to get your fix of football. But yeah, I think that that's just about going to do it for us. Um, I've, I've enjoyed that looking. Looking back, I think I think it's it's always good to put it into context and not just go based off what the table says because the table only lo- only doesn't lie at the end of the season. We all know that. <laughs> One of your favourites, that Dad. Oh yeah. Um and yeah, we'll we'll have a look at where we are the next of the next four games when see see how happy we were. We will want twelve points, so. If that is the case, I'm sure we'll be very, very happy. Yes. But thank you both for joining me. You're very welcome. You're welcome. Yep. And thank you for listening. And we'll be back. Goodbye. Bye.